And what was, it wasn't a giant uh, mystery. They just upped their meetings, went back to four a week and it, it worked. Yeah. So you find your sort of groove, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and when you find your groove, it doesn't really demand a lot of movement or action. I find. Yeah. Yeah. So you just get in the habit of, of that and uh, uh, certain things that could have been sharp or blunted now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they actually could look at the, like the negative side of the ledger, how many car accidents have you avoided? Yeah. In 35 years sobriety, how many arrests? How many broken ribs? Uh, you know, it would be a monstrous amount. Now, because you're not going through any of that, it's like, well, but could you imagine if the condition, if your condition was different, the conditions around you would be different? Yeah, man. And then again, hell is a subjective event. Yeah. Hell hell has to have you in it to be hell. Yeah. yeah. There's no hell, but you combined with hell can be hellish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Isn't it? Really? That's why it's uh you can't touch you can't do anything justice. Do anything justice if you're you're out of it. Yeah. You can't because the whole bondage is a subjective feel. Yeah. The, your, the thoughts that are playing are definitely yours. Yeah. And everything is a mountain range. There's no molehills. Yeah. The molehills are the other people and their concerns, but your are like fucking the Himalayas. Yeah. It's just incredible. And how can you imagine... Uh, relief from obsession with self through obsession with self. You can't imagine it. Yeah. Because that condition can't imagine any other condition other than how it's seen from obsession with self. So that's the beauty of this place. It's a loss of interest and a shifting of emphasis. And then because we're conscious, we observe them sometimes slowly, sometimes quickly and then we realize a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Mostly based on the theme that something can do and is doing for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. Yeah. So what would that be an observation of? A working system compared to the failed system of what we're, you know, the working system being the infinite and the failed, the finite self. Yeah, you observe it, don't you? Obviously, over and over and over again. That brings you a lot of moments you can't, you've already came to believe, yeah? You're mm -hmm. past the point. You're past that point. You're past the point of coming to believe. You came to believe, yeah? Yeah. That's a, lot, a whole lot different than coming to believe.
So you're not working to build a condition, you're in a condition, you know, responding to work or not, yeah? But you're not working for that condition anymore. Hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. I think that's the spiritual condition. It becomes the new norm. And you're not working for it. And the mirror is perfectly clear. You don't have to polish it at, at a certain point. Yeah, You're not going to make it clearer by polishing it. You're going to blur it, really. Yeah? So you're in the condition that you so sorely needed in the past. And therefore, how you live is completely different. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do if that's happened with you? You know, honor it, be grateful. Yeah, seems like the natural response. And make yourself available to be used. How you're going to be used, who knows? You'll observe that, yeah? But you'll make it, you're available to be used, and you'll be used. And you get to know what's using you by being used by it, yeah? We get to know self by being used by self and you get to know the higher power by being used by the higher power yeah i mean the grip is completely different <laughs> the the grip of the self is claustrophobic and bondage the grip of the higher power is like free range you're a free range alcoholic yeah you've been released <laughs> <laughs> of course, you have certain things you have to continue, but there you're in the habit of doing it. Yeah, I do not have the luxury to go fuck around a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and even if I think I do, life doesn't because there'll be consequences for me. Yeah, if I act out, I have a lot of consequences. I look at other people; they seem to be getting away with shit. I don't seem to get away with shit. Yeah. <laughs> I get arrested and stuff like that happens. So, <laughs> yeah. So really the major struggle is over. Yeah. Yeah. And then whatever, you skate into what appears on the surface of your life. Yeah. Sometimes you seem to win. Sometimes you lose. Whatever. Yeah. The narration is like a Johnny come come lately. Sometimes it's so it's so ridiculous that it can't even uh, be tattooed tattooed over the circumstance. You know what I mean? It's just it's like a really it's a real uh, it's almost like it's not even trying anymore. <laughs> it's so bogus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so late to get to the living. It can't replace it with the, an interpretation anymore. Yeah. It's just way too late. The living is the whack. And then the, the interpretive echo is way later. Yeah. Before I lived from the, from the echo. Now I'm living from the conscious contact. Yeah. Which overrides the faith in the echo. Yeah. I'm in the living of life, not the story of life. Hmm. How could I have possibly have done that? 
that was a dream in the story of life that I was going to one day as a story, be the one that's living. It didn't work. Yeah. I lost interest in the character. Oh, and then so much was revealed. So much more was revealed. Yeah. Yeah. Not to the character, mostly about the character. Yeah. And then I could bring that to six and seven and ask that power to take that energy that wasn't be, being put to any really good use and put it to a better use. That's perhaps the better way. Eh? Yeah. So this is I've been I've been on this ride now for thirty five years. It's incredible. It really is. It's inc it's incredible because the volatility of my life before sobriety there was always going to be volcanic eruptions. Like mm -hmm. there was the magma was, was agitated like in Iceland right now, the magma is very agitated. It was already always waiting to erupt or spill out somewhere. Yeah. That whole thermal nuclear juice has been put to a much better use. Yeah. So Maybe it would be helpful to see the exact nature of the problem. I'm not saying the problem of overdrinking or and the consequences. I'm talking about the problem underneath that. Yeah, because to, for most of us, the drinking and using was a solution. Yeah, we first started out with it as a solution to the other problem. Mm. Yeah, and now sometimes all the talk is about the solutions, but let's get down to the original problem which is an obsession with self. You're not obsessed with self. The head that you're listening to is obsessed with self. You and I are not obsessed with self. The head that we're under is obsessed with self. Yeah, we're extreme versions of that. Yeah. But there's lesser versions, there's a lot, but the basic conundrum is this identification as a thinker, a feeler, a doer, a haver, when so much of life happens without us fucking making any decision about it or choice. Yes. And in the, in the big book, it talks about, hey, people will step on your toes seemingly without provocation, but you invariably, which means you're always going to see that there was a decision based on self that puts you in the position to be hurt. Yeah. That described my life. That couple of sentences was one of the most intimate bitch slaps I got from re reading the big book. I swear to God, it just straight up slapped my face, man, because that's exactly how I was living. Yeah. No acknowledgement of my role in things overemphasizing in other people's role in things. Yeah, I end up getting to be right and alone. <laughs> so, so, that was, uh, you can't eat being right, you know, it's not a nutritional value. <laughs> yeah, you can't. So this is the point of the, I'm sorry, I just went on a riff. I don't know, maybe it's I'm having coffee later today, whatever. Oh, it's good. But it but 
the point is what we're sharing here, and there's no structure, but I'll give it structure. Something happened with me and it was rooted in the sentence on page 64. You can see it, it's on the third paragraph. First they describe, hey, maybe you should do an inventory, sort of like a business inventory. And then they go into the exact nature of the wrong, which is being convinced, which is one of the requirements in AA for a lot of things, yeah? Why? Because we're already convinced of something else and we need to go through the process of being convinced that that being convinced with something else is fucked, yeah? Mm -hmm. So now we are in the state of being convinced of what? Self. Yeah, well, what is that? Let's just, let's say, say the, the owner of things, the doer of things, the feeler, the thinker. Yes, all that. Self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's the statement. Page 64 in the big book of AA. Yeah. Being convinced First requirement, and then this is what we're convinced of. Self manifesting in various ways is what has defeated us. So we are seen as the defeated, and the defeater is seen as something called self. They are not the same. Yeah? The defeater and the defeated are not the same. The defeater is self, and the defeated is us. Says it right in the sentence. We're not adding it. It's right in the big book. I do not believe these people wrote the book. I believe they channeled the book. Yeah. A lot of information came through Bill W. That may not have been had by Bill W. Yeah. Right. That's my humble belief because that's how it feels now in AA for me. Something to reveal shit to us, through us, but not as us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So being convinced, self manifested in various ways okay what is manifested it appears it comes to it comes into being whatever you want to call it it makes a splash yeah it manifests and i've been defeated by those manifestations but what has defeated me is self yeah the weaponry of the defeat are the manifestations but what has defeated me is this ideation of self, yeah? I would say, without us knowing it, the system we're relying on is in the act of being identified as self. I'm going to say it again. Without us knowing it, just like the holy, the higher power is an unsuspected inner resource, we're mostly in a state of not knowing shit. So without us knowing it, the mental condition backed by memory, perception, all this, is in the act of being identified as this idea of self, which means whatever happens through you, you are definitely the doer of. Every thought that appears in one's noggin, you're the thinker of. Every feeling, you're the feeler of. Every action, you're the doer of. And life will display that that is not true in the, in the most casual investigation for five minutes you'll realize you're not a whole lot of shit that your head says you're doing. You have nothing to do with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like growing your hair. No one is growing their hair. 
No one. The hair grows unless it's interrupted or you have a genetic thing with baldness or something. But you and I never grew one fucking hair on our head. But the language sounds like, oh, I'm growing my hair, man. My hair looks great. I'm very proud of my hair. It's not your hair. Yeah. Well, this is my voice. No, it's a voice from a vocal box in a body. Why is it called yours? Yeah. Everyone else has a vocalization in the body and they call it Steve and Mary. It can sound quite familiar, but it, it implies an incredible, unique, long-lasting, independent, separate thing, an island unto itself. But it's just a voice. Yeah. And you hear the voice in the head with the voice of you. Yeah. If you heard the voice of Steve in your head and you were Paul, you probably wouldn't be driven by those thoughts that were Steve's because you would see they're not yours. But we're being driven by thoughts because we think they're about us and they're ours. Yes. This is the bondage of self. The head's doing it all. We're like an audience that's going yay or nay. And we seem to have been in this groove of saying yay to a lot of fucking nay, yeah? A lot of false evidence appearing real. It got to such a point, we were powerless over it. And we would do anything to get relief from it, and many of us did. And I fell into a category many of us here probably fell into, which is I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. That was the deal. That's the only way I could see it. I don't give a shit that I'm going to get arrested for this behavior tonight. I got to get relief now. And so there I went. Bam, 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 bam. Yep. Okay. Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Okay. What are we going to do now? Well, we're going to look at it, meaning self's common manifestations. It has clearly said resentments are not yours. It has clearly said it. In the English language, it just said it very clearly. These manifestations, resentment, fear, behaving badly without any consideration for others, yeah, are not our manifestations. They're self's manifestations in our life. Very different. This is what flits me out. This is what really flits me out. You can read. Read that, and if you have any level of two levels above a coconut and you understand the language and it's been translated into a lot of other languages, it has just said in our big book that the manifestations, the common ones that we call resentment, fear, and harms done to others in the pursuit of what we want are not our manifestations. They're selves. What? Yeah. Yet, how do you talk about self's manifestation of resentment? You call it yours, yes? I do not believe you're calling it yours. I believe the head is calling it its, which is true. The head is being truthful. The head, it is, the head is the father of the resentment and the mother of the resentment. All that fear is coming from the head, yes. So when the head says, these are my resentments. It's a true statement, but they're not our resentments. You see the difference? The system that has you as a story, in that story, you're the one who's resentful. 
You're the one who's in fear. You're the one who acts out and hurts all these people. But are you? Or are those or are those behaviors manifestations of self in one's life? Mm -hmm. And if they are, you can be free from them. If they are manifestations of self and you are not self, you can be free from self and you can be free from the manifestations of self. And I'll tell you, it's been a long freaking time that I had like a, a tri-tip type of resentment or, you know, a fucking good sirloin type of resentment. I don't think I've had one in, I don't know, years and years and years. Yeah. And most of the anxiety I see is anxiety. It's not fear. Yeah. I do not give anxiety the word fear. It's given it too much, tell you the truth. I think fear is a valid emotion that is in us waiting to respond to a contemporary threat. Yeah. Like if a bear broke down this front door, I would probably immediately have a certain amount of fear and my body would drop some adrenaline. We are not being driven by that. We are being driven by mental anxiety that plays the string of the instrument of fear, but is not fear. Yeah, it's mental anxiety. Can you be relieved of that? Yes. Why? Because it's actually not happening. Yeah. The fear that it's saying you're in, you're not in it. Oh, I'm going to be destitute. You're not right now. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get loaded. No, you're not. You're sober right now. Oh, nothing's going to work out. Yet you're sitting on a couch doing a Zoom. So something's working out right now. Yeah. So you get broken. What it, the addiction to listening to the head and trying to make sense out of something that doesn't make sense to our spirit or our heart, yeah, and realizing this narrative does not fit me. Maybe when, way back when it did, it does not fit me now, yeah? And so you lose interest in the narrative because the narrative is of self by self, yeah? And our, us as an audience, we can get up and move to another theater and let look and then watch the movie of life coming from the higher power. You may like it a lot better. Also, the popcorn is more, it's fucking fresher. The juju bees haven't been chewed already, and you're going over the same juju bee. Yeah. Better screen, surround sound. It's fucking live. <laughs> the other shit is just like being in a dead porno theater. Jesus Christ. People do journals when they were young. They've been doing them for 30 years and almost every page, I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of. It's just the of changes, but the fear remains the same. Whatever, you know. This happened with me. I'm in AA. I'm sharing it with people in AA. I hope it help, helps. I'm not here to create an infant, whatever it's called, an infada or a radical cleric or shit like that. We're not having a cult of AA, none of this shit. It's a message from a, a member to another member. Yeah. If it works and helps, it's written in the book. It's this isn't this isn't uh blasphemy. It's written in the book. I just don't think it was un understood in this way. 
And that's why we're sharing it because I went to a lot of meetings. I never heard it presented this way. And I feel like it has the right to be presented. Yeah. Will it take over your garden? I don't know, but it, I think it has the right to be planted in your garden. I do. Yeah. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you don't like it. You don't like the scent, the smell. You don't like free rangeness. Great. Yeah. But I feel compelled to share it because uh, of the relief that has come about through it, tell you the truth. Because it was fucking, it was a fucked up ride being rid ridden by the tyranny of self. I mean, I, I ended up in so many fucking unforeseen, but pretty obviously could have been foretold. But for me, being out to lunch, it seemed to be unforeseen. Just fucking hellish theater constantly and not having the ability to contact another person all this shit just being living in like a thick aquarium glass just being disassociated from the fucking the only moment i was in being totally out to lunch yeah it was like a vertical zombie or like i was like in a vertical coffin in a way it was like what a I'll do, I'll come here seven days a week. I will, because I believe it. I have faith in it. I have faith in this message. It hasn't brought me tons of friends in certain communities. It hasn't. Yeah. I could have been a circuit speaker like Marlon Brando and the water, you know, <laughs> the waterfront. What was that one? It was great on the waterfront. I could have been a contender. Could have been a circuit speaker, you know. But hey, this thing has was been completely revelatory to me because the greatest basis of the defeat is you're identified as that which is defeating you. That is the greatest basis of the defeat. If that basis can be turned around, you're going to lose interest. Like Saint Francis says, you will be. You know, it's in self forgetting that you are reborn. Yes. It's not in self-remembering and self-getting better and self-getting more self. It says self-forgetting. It's in self-forgetting. Self cannot self-forget. It can't. Yeah, But we can. Because why? We're not self. You can lose interest in self. Self cannot lose interest in self. But you can lose interest in self. You can. I've seen it. I've seen it in others. I've seen it in my own observation. Yeah. The great key to the kingdom is that it's an open door. Yeah. It's based on a loss of interest. It's an open door, the gateless gate, the open secret. It's readily available right where we are without us knowing it, so to speak. Yeah. And this is the point. You don't have to draw an 8,000-mile map and what you do every step. You just got to get the right direction, and you'll, have, you'll follow your own course. Yeah. But somehow we need to get clear about something because self just keeps re-fucking-forming all the time. Yeah. You go on a weekend retreat, it's great. Monday morning, it sucks. Fucking, you would... You everywhere you go, you wish you could drop it off there 
and then you know change your address and your cell phone numbers. But of course, you you carry it with you everywhere you go. It's like a parasite that that when you recognize it and when you hear it speak about its view, you think it's your view. Yes. I got to look out for me. I got to do this. All this, this all comes from self. And I see it as a parasitical movement. And it has a great strategy because of the hostility of its nature. It has to convince the host that it's the host. Or you would throw the fucking parasite off like that. Yeah. But you don't know it's feeding on you. You're listening to its story and taking it to be your story. Yeah. I hate this person, this and that, did that, da, da, da. Do you really believe you hate yourself? Do you? Do you really believe that in this life you are your own worst enemy? That's incredible. Can you imagine in this whole life you are your own worst enemy? That has to be something foreign to you. <laughs> it just does. For it to be the worst enemy, it can't be you. It can't. It just can't, yeah? And self hates. It hates, yeah? But we don't. We don't. We have an innocence that overrides that shit. We don't. We hate because we view things from a mental perspective, which is always divisive and comparative and in competition. And we'll will fucking walk around thinking it knows tons of shit it doesn't know. It'll just have us. I remember I worked with a guy and we'd be in it and he'd be going, I'd be saying something, he's going, I know, I know. And I said, no, you fucking don't know. That's why you're here. Oh, I know. No, you don't know. That's the point of the sponsoring. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in recovery. Now you can recover a lot of ways. It happened with me in AA. So, but whatever. If you can, I think the magic is available. I think the grace is available. And when the grace took form here, it took the form of a recovery program in this event. I don't know what it will do for you, but I am anchored to the recovery program because this is how it's played out here. Yeah. The first thing after I got whacked, I was introduced to AA that night. Maybe I would have been introduced to a Swami. It would have went somewhere else. Or let's say a tantric mistress or whatever. It didn't. I went to an AA men's meeting. <laughs> and that's where I was introduced to the way of life that was going to allow me to stay in a fucking sober condition. Yeah. So I have all gratitude to AA and recovery. But, you know, what? however it works. I would never want to... Uh, bind it to a limited idea that it can only be through this or that. I think it can be through anything if it wants, yeah? But this is the way it went with me, so here I am, sharing it. So, all right, thank you. Thanks, Paul. Do we have any questions today? Uh, also, maybe just hold a on, bit hold of house on. We're doing something yeah, yeah. you're not supposed to do. This meeting is brought to you by Joshua Tree. There you uh, go. Mm -hmm, good. Ah, nothing like being sober and having hit of this. <laughs> of course, I'm not. Can you, just so can, you that on, can you order that online, Paul? 
<laughs> it's not I'm making a joke. Don't worry. No, you have to come through me. I get 10%. So. All right. All right. You were sent by Zen Bitchlap. <laughs> you went from... Uh, I have about 80 of these things now. Middle manning street drugs and now middle manning, middle manning the legal stuff. That's right. It's all... I've got a lot of revenue avenues. Yes. Yeah. Pouring in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just commodity. <laughs> just a quick, uh, quick bit of house cleaning cleaning uh just to let you guys know this is not an AA meeting and if you guys oh, want yeah. more, more information like this you want to see paul's uh other other talks of paul's uh his books t-shirts go to zenbitchlap.com um yeah and rich has his hand up rich you want to come in thanks jacob hey paul um, hey everyone just a quick question for you i um I agree with everything you said. My head, I am, I am not that head. It, it tells me all sorts of stories. It tells me all sorts of nonsense. It does one eighties. Everything you say, I completely agree with. But when it's telling me stories recently, I've noticed I can ignore it for a little while, but it's just relentless. It just keeps going and going and going until eventually I go, all right, okay, and I start buying into the story. So I've done the step four stuff and I've seen that, you know, that, that's not me. All those shitty things I've done. Yeah, I'm accountable for them. But I know I know why I did them and I know it wasn't really me. So I'm just wondering how the head can't lose interest in the head, but how do I lose interest? Because I just seem, I think partly I'm enraptured by it and partly it is relentless. And the two together mean that, it still manages to convince me some absolute nonsense. I think Richard. So any any pointers, great. Because I, I I want to forget, I want to drop the story. I'm so bored of it. It's ruining me. You know, Richard. I humbly believe that we. This is the anointed way for us. If this is the way we're in, yeah. So let's just call it that recovery. And I believe. That's things are going to happen and change sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but they're always in that progression of changing because this life of sobriety and following the suggestions and everything in service is directed change, directed change, and that's growth. Yeah. So there's a growth, let's say, towards the light away from something else. And my thing is, what you're doing, you can add some different skillful means here and there and stuff like that, which will which can become helpful. But you have a sound foundation of the program, yeah, which is going to give. Uh, I mean, you can have all the appliances in 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 the world in your kitchen, but if you don't have a a power source, they're not going to do what they are they say they can do they're not going to make a smoothie they're not going to make the toast toast and shit it's not because the appliance they just don't have the juice we have the juice in aa there's grace in aa just stay on the operating table don't play doctor don't get up and trust this process and don't leave before the miracles so you're in a process of moving away from one system, which is the ideation of self, and moving towards another system, which is trusting the infinite. Really, that's how we say it. 
And this is what happens. There's It's a tug of war at times. And then there's sometimes the other side gets overwhelmed and you get pulled into the fourth dimension. Yeah. Yeah. And then at one point, the fourth dimension is seen to be your new home in a sense. Yeah. So there's a pull, a tug and tug and pull. Just stay on the winning side, on the rope. Yeah. Stay sober as the basic element, physically sober. And yeah, the tug of war won't be a tug of war that long. Yes, it won't. There won't be as much tugging. <laughs> and the war, as it says in, on the, around steps 10, you will observe that you have ceased fighting everything, even alcohol. Yeah, Because now you sort of something has happened. You have been restored to sanity and it talks all about that thing. This is the process we're all in. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but it's always, see, it can be quick or slow, but it's going. Yeah. Don't listen to your head. It's going. Your head is being worked on all the fucking time. It doesn't like that. So it tries to talk about other shit, but you're being worked on. <clears throat> You've been introduced to something in in recovery, which is a higher power that can do for us what we can't do for ourselves. Just let it. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's how I see it. I could give you my own e experience with stuff. I had this one thing, I swear, that was like uh, an eclipse on all desires for a relationship and stuff. I had a certain paranoia that if when I was loving someone or open to someone that they were going to fuck with me. Yeah. Maybe because I, my parents died when I was young, whatever it was, but there was a, and it was an aberration. It was like a thick, a deep mental groove. Yeah. And so if it was just casual people, I was fine. But if I really liked a person, this, this demon may come out. And I would, it would come out and I'd make a fucking fool of myself and shit like that. And it was different when I was out there because I could get loaded. When I was sober, it, the emotional hangover was fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Not to take a pill for it. I'd be like hungover acting out there for about two or three days. Yeah. So my only thing was like in AA, if you can't practice these principles in all your affairs, limit your affairs. I was... I was opting for that. Fuck it. I'm not going to just be with anybody. Yeah, it's better. But life had a different plan. So in about my 10th year, let me see, 88, 11th year, 11th year sobriety or 12th year, it usually would come up as weird times at holidays. And here we was, I was at, a, it was New Year's Eve. And I was started a fight with this woman I stormed out of the apartment. I didn't want to leave at all. It was part of the show. I stormed out of the apartment, went to the car, called her right up again, and kept trying to re-engage. Round two, I went back to the apartment, and I was going, here it goes again. And then suddenly something stopped it. Yeah, The foot, as it was going towards my mouth, got stopped and put here. And she, it was just a tropical storm. It blew over instead of her getting hit with category five fucking Paul Paul's hurricane. My blew my mind. 
I had tried therapy for this. Nothing seemed to change it, yet it finally was changed. Yes? And since then, it has shown its head, but never with the fury it, it did then. So this was a progress, and it progressed to a point where that, which would use leave a huge imprint in my life, didn't leave any imprint. Yeah? Wow. So that power, that energy was put to a better use through this program. Took 11 years, but I was sober every day before it and after it. Yeah. And I have a lot of, I believe a lot of shit that runs our life. If you're living a chaotic, dramatic life on the surface, it's not going to come up. It's going to be in the, in the giant cloud of, uh, without knowing it, yeah? But if you stay sober, a lot of shit that ruins your days at times is going to show itself. And when it shows itself, you can bring it to step six and seven. And ask, ask once you've now seen it, ask that power to reconfigure that shit. And, you know, extract the gold out of it and throw these shit that's not necessary. And your whole life is going to be reformed like a Michelangelo act, yeah? It is. Just stay on the table. And don't be a judge of it. You have no idea how you're doing in most cases. It tells you how it's doing all day. You got to get this flavor. It's telling the truth a lot of times. When it says, I'm scared, it's scared because it knows it's a failed system. And can't deliver the goods. But we hear it and I say, I'm scared. You see, this is the act of being identified as self. You listen to self's description of what it thinks is its life. And you claim it to be your description of your life. This is the bondage of self. You're taking self's interpretation, which is a very myopic fucking... <laughs> And it talks about its interpretation. It it pines away around it. And we hear that, but the way we're listening to it, we take it to be us. This is the bondage of self. Yeah? The head is always going to say resentments are yours. Don't waste to try to convince it to say not. No, see, you're not the head. Yes. So what is the heads isn't yours. Hallelujah. My resentment, man, they can, uh, my, a resentment called yours can live for 60 fucking years. Yeah. Usually a resentment lasts for five or 10 minutes on the highway. Unless you do something based on it. Yeah. But my resentment, you're cultivating it. You're grooming it. You're feeding it for years and years. My fear, my resentment, my harms is much different than harms, resentments, and fear. It is much different. Yeah. You're going to be able to be released from fear, resentment, yeah, and harms. You're going to have a hard time releasing from your resentments, your harms, your fears. That is the bondage. That's the adhesion. The adhesion is it's yours. You want what they say the word bondage of self. What do you think bondage of self is? 
You're being adhered to something that you're not. You're being glued to something that you're not. And you're living as if you're that which is speaking. Fearful, resentful, coming out of scarcity, hating others. You realize there's not a there's not a good enough divine optometrist to change the, the, the view of self that you're not. I don't care. You can get Gucci glasses. It's still going to see in a myopic way. It is. It is. You're going to spend so much fucking money to try to rehab it, go to socialize it, civilize it, just lose interest in the fucker. Yeah. So, Rich, great. You're observing what's happening. Being on the table of recovery. Fantastic. Trust the process and don't leave before the miracle. There you go. All right. Yeah, yeah I certainly got the willingness. So, yeah, it's no problem. There, so, yeah. The battle isn't, this isn't over. See, the willingness is going to win out the day. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Just don't get loaded. This is what happens. Once you get loaded, all the possibilities shrink into, I got to go back, do this, da. Yes. Yeah. But what happened? It's uh, the addiction with me is the thinking rather than the drinking. Definitely. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the thinking is much easier. But it, when you combine the thinking with the drinking, you're sinking. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I ain't gonna happen. Yeah, sinking, man. Yeah. So, yeah, great. Today it's not gonna happen. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Thank Rich. you. Hey, uh, we got Janessa. Janessa, come on in. Yes, Janessa. Hi. Thank you, guys. Um, I really liked your perspective on self because I've never really heard anyone. Um, explain it the way you did. Um, I didn't even realize that I was working toward that detachment um, because I definitely did live in a fear state of mind like almost my whole life. And I believed those fears and everything that came with that feeling. Um, and, you know, recently I've just been trying to let go of like all those traumas that you know had those negative feelings attached to them and led me to acting out and you know drinking using blah 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 uh, and it's been like really interesting to see the person that I am able to be without um reacting to those like thoughts and I really like that you compared them to like a demon because I say that as well um you know like I definitely feel like I have multiple demons that are just like lingering inside and there's certain things that can happen that trigger them and now that I am sober I have to like learn a whole new way to deal with those internal demons instead of just kind of you know, trying to black out and forget it and, you know, everything like that. Um, and when you said, you know, like, 
you'd rather use today and not worry about the repercussions of what'll happen the next day just like I don't know it it did something for me because uh I used to think like that as well I used to be very um nonchalant and you know like what's the word I want to look I'm looking for like um nothing could touch me you know like I was like invincible in a way and that's such a toxic mindset um and I'm realizing it now considering that I do have repercussions that I am facing for my previous actions and I never thought that I would be that kind of person when I was younger and I don't really know what happened between then and now to get me <laughs> to this place um but it is really like just fascinating the spiritual aspect of this journey um yeah like the whole detachment of self is just I don't know I really needed to hear that today um because you know I don't know like I said those ugly internal fears and demons like they really do try their best to take over every day all day long and it's a battle for sure like an uphill battle um but I am learning that with the right people places and things uh you know that can really help a lot and I'm just super grateful to have heard your message today so thank you very much great great hon yes get those externals down and uh every you know aa in a, in a wild way is a coming of age really yeah mm -hmm. so you know how societies used to would have a certain time and the elders would assist the person and then and you'd keep passing it on well in a way it's like that for us so they found a very sound way of life yeah, they offer huge support to the people that are involved with it. Like, what church has 600 meetings a week? Like, <laughs> 600 meetings in San Francisco, probably more now, a week. So there's all this stuff, and all of it came about based on the, the, the situation we're dealing with. This was okay. proved to be necessary. We have to have marathons on holidays because somehow or another, holidays trigger the parasite more than a regular day. Yeah. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the, the organic response of AA and the community has been incredible to what we're dealing with. And the proof is in the pudding. Many people have stayed sober and not just stayed sober, but actually are sort of happy, joyous, and free. I don't like the word happy. Let's say content and satisfied and, and, uh, are contributing to life and others. Yeah, many, many successes. So it's a pretty, it's like a tempered steel. It's been used and worked at and found to be uh, quite efficient. All you got to do is stay on the table and don't get up and don't play doctor and, uh, and see what happens. And so while you're going through that and you're, you're going to have a lot of recognition of things you've been trying to avoid and distract yourself from because you felt like, I don't want to be that. Well, and this is a great message because you're not that. So you can actually have a finally a fearless inventory because you're not doing an inventory on you. You're doing an inventory on self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is not you. This is to right. me was the bonus. This is what says saved just has brought such a, 
uh, a relief in this life for me. And I was quite fucking, I was, someone shook up this soda can way before, way fucking too much. <laughs> and to have it, yeah, it's just amazing. So yeah, I'm really happy to see you and yeah, work with somebody, get good commitments. After six months, if you have a thing called H and I, I really, I really uh, suggest getting one of those commitments. And service will bring your attention and interest off of you into the arena of life, and a lot gets revealed when you're out of self. Yeah, right. about self. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Janessa. Now we have Hank. Hey, thank you very much, Paul. Uh, I really, uh, it's really very nice what you said. But I, I, I just had a discussion with the sponsor this afternoon about the about the fourth step, and uh, and uh, if you look at the fourth step, it says it affects my sex relations, uh, security, ambition, personal sex relation, etc., etc. And the rest is done. What did I do wrong, and what could I have done better? And how does that relate that? So it seems like what uh, Bill describes in the 12 and 12, this is about, uh, uh, how do you call it? Uh, yeah, basically biological tendencies and uh, behavior. But somewhere I lost, I lose uh, the difference between me and Hank, say, and, 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 this, and, and the self. Could you, could you tell me a little bit? Uh, oh yeah, a little bit. You, know, you ever <laughs> did uh, the Joe and Charlie stuff? Yeah. Sometimes their printout, they they formalize like the third column of the inventory, which is yeah. Most of our actions and behaviors are rooted in an instinctual agenda. Yeah. Yeah. As, as things, yes. And usually, instincts, so they describe yeah. that there's three main instincts, and one of them is social instinct, which would be wanting that you know have self esteem, pride, yeah. have other people respect you, yeah. shit, whatever, be accepted in a community, a feeling of belonging. Then there is the yeah. emotional and material securities, and then there's the sex uh, for procreation yeah. and pleasure. And then there's all ambitions around that because of a future view. Yeah. yeah. But usually right above there, they have the word self. So self yeah. is sort of managing that affair of like getting what you need and knowing what you want and all this. Yeah. Self the doer. Is, yeah. Self is taking over that and now running its yeah. agenda through that basic agenda. Yes. Mm. So, when you like when I did this sexual inventory, I had no idea that why I was kept going out and meeting women was for self-esteem, not for sex. Yeah. And no idea until I did the inventory. And I realized, whoa, because my yes, I was being fed a story. Oh, you're just going out with all these babes. But really, I had a deficient of self-esteem and my head wanted to feel better about itself. 
And if a pretty woman would go horizontal with me, that would indicate that I was okay. I was on that every yeah. fucking day. It was like slavery. Yes. Yeah. If, and then the woman who was giving me that meaning, if I looked and she had like a beauty spot on her left cheek, suddenly she'd be disqualified. I'd have to go out and find another one. Yeah, this yeah. is true. So the inventory is we all have, have that rooted because we're appearing as a thing, but it's what's running the inventory is the, is the situation. Yes. Yeah. Self is not a good self is the cause of the unmanageability through trying to manage our life. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. failed system for us. Yeah. It says yeah. any life run on self-will will hardly be a success. That's describing yeah. to us, hey, if you're, uh, uh, as an us, if your life is run on self-will, it's not going to work. What? Yeah. yeah. So what we're doing is, yeah, there's the agenda so that you can recognize wants and needs, but who's running the agenda is the key. And yeah. in our view, it's turning your will and life over to the care of a higher power. Yeah. Not having the lower yeah. power of self running. That's basically yeah. it. We're switching employees, employers. Yes. So it's the, the identification with the, uh, uh, the instinct. Yes. Yeah. The instincts are necessary. But now yeah. in a lot of people's lives, Wants have turned into needs. Yeah. Selfing. Yeah. Yeah. Wants okay. things that you you're not you do not have to have. You act as if you have to have it, or your life is going to yeah. end. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. mental. That's selfing. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. There's needs and there's wants, and they've been mixed yeah. up. So a lot of yeah. wants are seem to be needs. Like you go to yeah. meetings. I live in a very rich place, and you know. I would go to meetings and a lady would be super flipped out and fearful about her, buying her fourth house. She already <laughs> had three houses, but she was acting out just like the person who needs to have a refrigerator box to sleep in on the street. She was afraid <laughs> that yeah. if she doesn't get this fourth house, it's like a threat to her. No, that's a want, yeah? Now, the yeah. person on the street, it's a need. They need to find shelter. It's fucking freezing and it's raining. They need, but they're having the same experience because of self. Yes? Yeah. Yes. The self makes mountains out of molehills. Yeah. yeah. So self is sort of like, it's like putting a life through a different lens. You see everything differently. Yeah? Now, yeah can change the life but if you see it through the same lens it's going to look the same just like i don't like i used to be in a, a town called burlingame california i didn't like it i go to thailand in a few months thailand's like burlingame because i'm there yeah, yeah. looking at thailand through the same lens i looked at burlingame <laughs> it's the same thing this is what we're changing we are not doing it, but we are entered a process where the lens is going to change. Yeah. Yes. Instead of looking at everything through the lens of self, yeah. we're going to be hearing another way of looking at it through the lens of the infinite. Yeah. 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 New pair of glasses. Yeah. Yes. A new pair yeah. of glasses. Yeah. Yep. So, yes, you do the, you, you, 
The action figure is what we're doing the inventory on. What's running the action figure is not the action figure. Yeah. Yeah. It's either yeah. the head or the spirit. Yes. As, as Jesus said, you can't serve two masters at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So it gives you the, it's a, it's a two prongs thing. Perhaps the better way is trusting the infinite rather than the worst way of trusting finite self. That's basically the deal. Yeah. And we can't produce that. So we live a way of life that produces it. Yeah. Produces that shift. Because we've recognized something that's very important. Self cannot get out of self. Yeah. So the, that which is causing the problem cannot solve the problem. Yeah. yeah. So you admit that. That's the admittance that you're fucked. Yeah. You admit it. That's step one. You're fucked. And you're not managerial quality. All right. That's a good establishment now. And then see what happens. Yeah, this is the dilemma for a lot of people. They're in a denial of being fucked, so they have to go to AA meetings a lot because back then there were no AA meetings. So people were thoroughly fucked and then they AA appeared. Now people, they could think like they got it going on, but they got a little trouble with drinking, so they go to a meeting. And, you know, they're probably going to have to go through experiences to realize they're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So that's why it's a service to keep people from their bottom. Because sometimes the only way the person's going to learn is by the bottom. I mean, I wish it was an easier way, but um, that seems to be a tried and true uh, recognition. You have a, you, yeah, things yeah. collapse. And you stop resuscitating it, and there's an, a sober admittance to your innermost self, you're fucked, and you're not managerial quality. That was the beginning for me. That <laughs> night I got introduced yeah. to AA, and I've been going ever since. Yeah. yeah. So that recognition can be quickly or slowly. I hope it's quickly for most people. I would pray for the ability to be convinced if I was new. What? <laughs> Get over this debating of, of your your managerial qualities. Just admit <laughs> life run on self will is not not going to be successful. All right, get on with. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I like it to go. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, Hank. Yeah, Th thank you, Paul. Yeah, thank you, Hank. All right, you got time for one more, Paul? Yes. Do you have time for one more? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, all right. all right. Akash, Akash, come on in. Akash. No, we can't hear you, Akash. Am I audible? Yep. Yeah. No, yes. Yes. Hi. Uh, namaste from India. I'm calling from India. Namaste. And, uh, and my, uh, my friend uh, Sean suggested this meeting to me. Um, I, I don't exactly know what happens around here, but, um, uh, I, there was a time when I was six years clean and then I got relapsed. Uh, but currently I have, um, I'm really, really struggling with, uh, borderline personality, uh, like, uh, uh, bipolar type two, uh, mental disorder for which I'm on medication. Uh, 
and uh, i'm uh, i'm really the the suffering get real the suffering really really gets intense to the point where uh, sometimes i think of killing myself um uh, I, i though though i am on correct course of medication and it's a genetic disorder and um, i'm trying to uh, uh like most of the days i'm just being on bed and uh, i'm trying to get in shape and uh, uh the doctor said that it will take around 3 3 to 4 months to make me semi functional again so that i can go on with my life can i um i'm going to ask the group my friend all right because i haven't had this experience of uh uh bipolar or anything in recovery so but people here any person who would like to put their info on a chat that you can talk to some of the members here remember also this is not an aa meeting where we're members of recovery many of us but where it's not defined as an aa meeting but there are a lot of people i'm sure that are in this zoom right now that have in, been in a similar circumstance that you are i have not been in there so i much rather let other people who have experience and strength and hope share about it with you yes but i it sounds like you're doing what was necessary and then the aa way of life will keep at least one elephant out of the room which is your drinking and using yeah and maybe you'll be able to see all the other elephants clearer if you get this one big elephant yeah which means the not to drink today yeah but so i would suggest that if anyone wants to put it on the chat uh make contact with some of the members here because the best way to move through something is to go together with others who've moved through it yeah i don't have that yeah. experience so Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I take it and please, you know, just for today don't don't uh take anything at least for the next hour or so and just keep making that small commitment not to take any other substance, yeah? And let this let the medication and the externals get settled. Yeah. 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 Many many people I've known have the same predicament and they're living a sober and a satisfying life. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll just say to Akash, I took the dual diagnosis route into recovery a few different times, so I'll put my my contact in the chat as well. Yeah, so Jacob will just info. Yeah. And uh, it just is basically any, anything or everything that can happen has already happened to others. Yeah. And people have walked. We just very, there's no one, you know, there's no mysterious paths. Everyone here has walked some path that someone else has walked. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So no matter what's going on, the possibility of being sober a day at a time is available. It is. Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I'm gonna go. Um, I think we're gonna say goodbye now. Eh? Sounds good. So Akash, look around. I don't know if you know how to look at the chat. Yeah, I I'm trying to figure it out. Well, if you do that, I've noticed people are putting it up there. So. 
Can you explain it to them, Jacob, right now? Yeah. Uh, what needs to be explained? Uh, oh, so if, if you go to your bottom bar, are you on your phone or are you on uh, my phone? You're on your phone. My phone. So if you tap the screen once, there should be a bottom okay. bar that comes up and it, there will be a tab for chat and then tap that. And I, I can see the chats. I can see the chats. Okay. okay. So you can scroll through there. And then if anybody, I'm going to, I'm sending you a direct message. So you'll, you'll see it up there. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll stick around a little bit after the meeting too. So if you, uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah. And just, yeah, let's, uh, let's all help each other stay sober today. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I'm here, brother. Great. Yeah. So, so there's some other folks. So fantastic. This is the recovery way, obviously. I'm going to end up with, can I end up a little story? You have five more minutes. This happened in, this happened in India, Akash. I okay. was going around the world and I was at this one point, I was in India and I had a pretty big bag that I was toting around because I had already been in all these other countries. I get to India and I'm going to see a, a non-dual master, a teacher called Ramesh Balsakar in Bombay. Yep. Okay. People are nice. And then I'm there going to meetings and I'm trying to suggest, that, you know, hey, does, could anyone take this bag and keep it? Because I'm going to go down south for a few weeks. No one was seemingly getting that subtle message. And I, no one was asking, offering me any help. And this, the space was very valuable in Bombay. The guest house wasn't going to let me leave the bag. So I was going yeah. to AA meetings and I shared this. And a, a guy from the meeting came up to me. He had 25 years. And he said, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll help you with your bag. Because the, peop, the other people from the other group were going, well, just put it in the train station uh, you know, locker. And then my people said no at the meeting. The real, you know, the Indian people, no, no, no. So this guy comes over and takes the bag and we make a deal. 16 days later, I'll come to the meeting. I come, get back, I meet him. He comes back with the bag. He had fixed the bag. He put a new zipper in it. He had sewn it. And then the, someone at the meeting told me, you know, he doesn't have a car. He took a bus to your place to get that bag and took a bus back to bring the bag back to your guest house. And I just started crying. This is the AA way. This is recovery. Yeah, very. So I was, I was touched by recovery in Bombay. I was, I'd go to the meetings every day. It was great. Great recovery. Great recovery. All right. So I'm going to say goodbye to everyone. Janessa, thank you for your, Thing Kerry, as always, lovely person also there. James, Utah. We got, I can't see, it's Mr. Shantz. Nice there. Oh, Mr. Shantz, you know, you know uh, Vlad, yes? Vlad. Oh, good, good. We got Greg. Oh, Greg, in, around hey. Minneapolis. Nice to see you, Greg. Good to see you guys. Yep. Totally changed my whole day turning you on. Uh, after not being here for a few weeks. So thank you for the blessing. Oh, great. It's all, it's open source, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> open source. So Steve, San Diego. Very nice. Hank. 
Amsterdam, Martin. We got another person. We got Walter from Amsterdam. I don't know if he's in Amsterdam. Martin. Mark S. Nice to see you, Mark. Jared B. Joseph. Rich. Thanks for your share, Rich. Yeah. Rob, Kentucky. Axel. Dennis. Steve H. Uh, we got Chris B. Reed C. Roman. My main man in uh, Germany. Mickey. The matriarch of Madeira. John in Florida. <laughs> got some more folks. Let me see. We got Tr Topher. Oh, Topher, I haven't seen you in a while. Thanks for dropping in. Fletch, pleasure. Patty, Christine, Walter, a brother from another mother. Sean, Oliver in Berlin. Jeff down south. Lynn, the cloud is, is moving. We got C, C, mm. Kelly, uh, Kathy, Cleveland, Bill Churchman, John K, Steve H., Chris B., I think I got everyone. Hey, thank you so much. We're here today at 4.30 Pacific time on the other banner of non-duality. And uh, if you're interested, all the Zooms are on Zenbit Slap event page. No passwords. It's the same boot Zoom for every every meeting. All right. I hope to see you soon. Hope you see some of you Staying today. Staying on the operating table today. That's hey, right. Paul, yeah. Thank you. It's, it's, Thanks, Paul. Tempur-Pedic. It's all nice. Yeah. It's 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 gotten a real. It's it's been improved greatly. It's very comfortable. The operating table. Yeah. The anesthesia is beautiful. Conscious contact. <laughs> You're gonna feel a conscious presence and a new power flow in. That's the anesthesia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you later. Bye bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. Paul. Thanks, Paul.